0: episode 118 of What Off Topic. What's up, Brad?
1: Not much, Andrew. What's going on with you? Have you seen Gymkhana
0: 10 yet? I
1: have seen Gymkhana 10.
0: What do you think of it? Like
1: a fanboy. I watched it the day it came out at lunchtime at work.
0: I watched it the next day, but what would you think of it?
1: It was good, actually. Um, quick synopsis before we get into it. I think that some of the gimmicky stuff is getting old.
0: What, there wasn't that much gimmicky stuff in it.
1: Which I was glad for. But there's a couple little things. Um, but like the going around, like doing donuts around a person.
0: That's become a staple of it, though. Yeah. On a segue? Yeah. That's a thing that you do in the video, or he does in the video.
1: Uh, either way, I thought it was pretty good.
0: Didn't we have a rule that the, was it the odd numbers or the even numbers were better?
1: Well, I think five was the San Francisco one, which is the best one, so it must be odd numbers or better.
0: Yeah, but this is the 10th one.
1: So they pulled out all the stops.
0: But I think this is one of the better ones I've seen in a while.
1: Yeah, it's good. It's very good. And, in, yeah, it's very good. Quick question, though. What? Oliver Solberg. Yeah. Is he the son of?
0: Petter Solberg, yeah. Yeah,
1: okay. Yep. I figured as much, but wasn't positive.
0: Yeah, that was kind of cool that they had the little thing in the beginning. Um, I like how it started in, like, Norway?
1: Sweden, I think, right?
0: It was some cold Norwegian country. I think it was Sweden. (laughs) So I liked the spinning ice that was cut.
1: Yeah, that was really cool. With the pool in the middle of it? No, no, no. Oh, no, that was in the middle of it. That was a different part. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, it was they cut the ice on this lake, and then they must have started it spinning, and then you watch it, the car jumps on it, and it starts spinning it the other way. Yeah, it stops it. And it. But it's like, the car could have looped, like it could have just, like a manhole cover could have just spun that ice upside down.
1: I don't think so, because it was huge.
0: Yeah, but it definitely tips when he hits it.
1: Yeah, I don't think they were worried about that.
0: Yeah, it's, it's probably like, like two or three feet you know, of like ice. It's
1: probably super thick, too.
0: But it, that was pretty cool. I, I did like that. I didn't... I uh, No, I did like... See, I don't mind the part where everything was like chained up and doing like four wheel burnouts. So. Again,
1: that's also a staple of the thing. That's like, how they all start. It's fine. Now. Yeah, I'm fine with it, that. It looks
0: cool. There wasn't really that much of a weird stuff. There's jump drifts, which is you want to see. Uh, the jump
1: drifts were awesome. The transitions the over part.
0: curbs. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, maybe there weren't that many. I remember sure thinking there were a couple, or I was like, eh, whatever. Oh, the side by side swinging back and forth was kind of weird. I thought.
0: They kind of do somebody in, like, a Bigfoot costume, I think, in a bunch of They do. Of,
1: yeah, it's part of it, too, but I just don't, I don't know. The only thing that was weird Listen, was we Aaron. Need, we need something bad.
0: <laughs> no, uh, overall, it's that is one of the best ones. For sure. Uh, the part with Aaron Kaufman just, like, on the corner in downtown Shamrock, Texas, I was well, like, okay.
1: I feel that was probably um, because he's one of the people that's kind of brought those Ford trucks to the limelight. Because he did a video with a Ford truck a long time ago in Texas. Okay. Drifting around. Oh, so that
0: was a nod to him? I feel like
1: it might have been a nod to him. And he's nodding back to him? Yeah. Like, that's kind of what it was. Okay. Because um, he did a video a while ago of an F-100 like that. Because he, one of the things he popularized was taking those F-100s and changing the front clip out with um, modern Crown Victoria clips. hmm And making them handle like modern Crown Victorias. hmm And then going out and doing stupid stuff with them. Ah, so I feel that was kind of a nod to him. Okay, but I'm not. I don't know for sure. I haven't finished watching the other show about it yet either, which might discuss it later. But
0: yeah, I haven't even started the Gymkhana Files yet, so I'll yeah. probably do that this weekend. I'll Get some time off. Highly so. recommended.
1: I started. Yeah. I've only seen the first episode, but it's really well put together.
0: Mm-hmm. I've heard that from a lot of people. Yeah, that I trust their taste. So. That's exactly
1: why I started watching it, and I had kind of kept forgetting about it and then I watched the new Gymkhana video, and I was like, oh yeah, I want to watch the Gymkhana files. Mm-hmm. And even episode one is about Climbkhana, which was the Unicorn Mustang up Pikes Peak. Uh, and that was really cool, and I didn't realize that Jeff's wart was a producer of that, which is neat. Because mm-hmm. obviously he's very familiar with Pikes Peak and filming cars and just doing cool stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. I liked the I liked the editing in it. I liked the, the way they edited between... Um, cars, the mm-hmm. transitions they used. So from that standpoint, is really cool. You can definitely tell they used probably the newest GoPros on a lot of stuff. Uh, I was watching it with some people from work. We we do a lot of video editing, so we were watching was, for that stuff. It was,
1: stuff, and it was uh, research.
0: Yeah, it was. And we we're looking at like um, like oh, that's the they must use the 360 GoPro and that thing because it like spins around and like mm-hmm. uh, just the different type of cuts they use. So that stuff was cool. It was also the. It was super random because, like, where it was in Shamrock, Texas, was, like, really close to where I was over Thanksgiving in Oklahoma. Like, it was, like, a couple, like, miles apart, like, right on I 40 there. And it's just, like, this little sleepy town.
1: Yeah, it seemed like a very quiet Mm -hmm. place. Mm -hmm. Yep. It looked like a lot of places along, like, Route 66. It was. Is that Route 66? Yeah, Yeah, I figured as much.
0: Yeah. Um,. And then the it's called the Hunicorn truck. Is that what it's
1: called? It's called the Huna truck. Huna truck. Okay,
0: I think I I like that better than the Mustang actually.
1: I do for sure. The Mustang sounds better.
0: Because I think the Mustang's a V eight. It's a V eight, yeah. And the truck is the Ford GT motor engine.
1: Yes. Not just any Ford GT engine though.
0: It's the V six one.
1: It's from the GT Lama. Yeah. So it's not like from like a street going Ford GT. That's a like Lama engine.
0: Yeah, but the street going GT engine is not much different from the race engine. Probably
1: not, but it's just cooler to know that it came from a Le Mans program, so. And they had some tweaks that were done to it. And did you watch? You know, going full into all the videos, um, the build breakdown on the Hoonigan YouTube channel of the Hoonie truck.
0: No, I don't watch. Unfortunately, a lot of the Hoonigan channel. You should. should. There's some fun stuff on there. I do. I'm it's just. It's not.
1: It's not serious at all. It's not like this is very educational car content. It's just fun. Car stuff. The
0: problem is for work, I watch so much YouTube stuff that I don't often watch it for pleasure. But it's different.
1: It's not, that'd be like saying I watch the news, so I go home, I can't watch television.
0: Because you come mm-hmm. home and you watch TV. No, it's different.
1: But you come home and you watch TV, so you just turn on YouTube instead of TV, and it's you forget where the content came from. It doesn't matter. It's not like YouTube's all the same.
0: I don't know. I just, TV is still higher for me than YouTube as far as watching it. Well, personal level. I got rid of cable,
1: so I've switched only to digital content, pretty much. Um, and now that I've sold my house and moved, I have cable again, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't watch it. I just watch digital content. So
0: Well, that and sometimes the stuff, YouTube is so overwhelming with the amount of content that there is. That's true. That I, I'm like, I don't even know where to start. Well, I've, I just I've pared it. it
1: down to a few things. Like I'll watch the Hoonigan channel and I'll watch a petrologist video. And then that's, you know, mm-hmm. for car stuff, I don't watch a ton more than that. So.
0: Yeah. Cause then the quality varies wildly. I, more than one time
1: I'll get into a video and make it about 10 seconds and be like, I'm not watching this. Mm-hmm. Cause I want something that's cable television quality. I don't care about somebody's backyard YouTube videos. Yeah. Basically which, you know, watch our backyard YouTube videos, please. I'm not saying they're all bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, it just it depends on how they're made. but
1: It does. It depends on how they're made and how much I'm invested in the people that are in it. If it's something that's something I'm really into and it's only a backyard quality thing, I'm more likely to watch it. But if I'm watching something for pure entertainment, uh, I want something that's higher quality. Yeah. So, like, the Hoonigan channel is high quality. The Petrolicious channel is high quality. Um, used to be the Motor Trend channel, which is gone now, was high quality so
0: yeah how's that doing
1: Uh, i mean i still subscribe to it and i love it i watch stuff on it all the time Uh,
0: see i i don't even think to watch stuff on it because it's a separate platform
1: but you don't even have it do you nope yeah so you can watch stuff on it
0: yeah but (laughs) i would never think to on a whim i'm like oh i can't go watch it once you've
1: gotten rid of you, you can go watch it on a whim that's the whole point of it
0: no i have to pay for it
1: oh right once you've paid for it though um, But once, if you ever do get rid of cable, you'll find yourself easily getting back more into this stuff. Because I was the same way. Before I got rid of cable, I didn't watch a lot of YouTube or other things. And getting rid of cable is nothing else on. This is how you watch TV.
0: Yeah, it's so. just. It's like one step too much to go to a separate app, separate platform to watch it. So yeah. it's just. I thought it was a dumb move for them to do that, but.
1: Seems to be doing okay for them, so. I guess they're still making sponsorship dollars and still making. I don't money think from it's on.
0: Well, I th- I think Velocity is now the Motor is now Trend the channel. Motor Trend
1: channel. Yeah, and all the shows are on there.
0: Oh well, then I have that on cable, so I could just right. watch that that way. Yes, you could, just
1: not on your own terms.
0: I have a DVR. I can watch it whatever I want.
1: God damn it, Andrew. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. You could. Yeah, but I don't know. I, right. I I don't. I didn't have cable. I paid for the Motor Trend network on the internet. I enjoy it and I'll keep it.
0: I feel like I said a year ago or two years ago when Jim kinda 9 came out that that was like my favorite one to date. Which one was 9 that the Unicorn one, right? Mm, probably. Yeah. Or it was the one that was in Los Angeles.
1: Yeah, the, with the Unicorn where he's junk, going under the jumping low rider and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah.
0: Was that the Unicorn or was that? It was the
1: Mustang. Yes, it was. 100%. Okay. My favorite one is still 5. Mm-hmm. Because it's San Francisco, it's epic. It's got tons of like iconic places. Mm-hmm. They shut down the Bay Bridge yeah, to do a video.
0: So it seemed like this one, the end of it, uh, you've got Pastrana shows up and then drives the car away. Because I think, I feel like I heard that Ken Block was not going to be doing these anymore. 10 was sort of his send-off one. Clearly they're going to do more, but maybe with other people. And I heard that too,
1: but I think he's got one more climb ghana in him. What's the plan?
0: That seems strange. That, or I don't know how it would work out because I, as far as I know, uh, Pastrana has a um, a subscription, <laughs> a sponsorship with Subaru for the rally stuff. So I don't know if he right. could drive that stuff. But who knows? Those guys seem to do whatever they want. I think it's if it's kind of like they're they themselves at their own brand. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what vehicles they drive. The Hoonigan guys? No, no. Like Ken Block and Pastrana are as. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah people yeah. are their own brand. Well, that are that are separate from the Hoonigan brand too.
1: But at the same time, Ken Block has been nothing but Fords since. He left Subaru. He's not. There hasn't been a video with any other kind of car.
0: Ford decided to give him support. So. Right. I mean, can you imagine? So what if he hadn't left? For Ford, we'd have a bunch of Super videos. Super videos mm-hmm. with the same WRX they've built for the last fifteen years, which, it's true. To be honest, is not that exciting. They're good cars, but they haven't advanced them or very far. Or maybe we'd have
1: the Ford F one hundred pickup with a four cylinder, thousand thousand horsepower boxer engine in it.
0: Probably not. <laughs> but when you've got a giant company with a really giant motorsports program. Right,
1: the way they have a Lamar car they can take an engine from and yeah. use it for your videos. And they created a special intake manifold for his truck, too, that they metal 3D
0: printed, hmm.
1: which is kind of cool. They talk about that on the build breakdown on the Hoonigan channel of the Hoona truck.
0: All right, I guess I'll, I will have to watch it. Yeah, it's pretty interesting.
1: The actual engineer behind the truck comes out and explains everything about it. Cool. So it's really neat. All right. The other really cool thing about that truck is it's designed to be clipped so that if he goes too hard and hits a wall, they can just back have it in a couple hours Hmm. everything comes apart so it's like it's a like a modular setup
0: purpose built for hooning
1: yes i like it
0: no that's fun yes i'll definitely have to i'll check that video out and i'm gonna definitely check out the gymkhana files
1: yep yeah they're very good again i've only seen the one episode but it was you can tell the way it was put together the rest of them are going to be equally good so
0: yeah i don't I don't know. I never checked out that fastest car.
1: I've tried a few times, and it's terrible every time I try. Yeah. So.
0: You know, we'll have to do like a an update on uh, car stuff because we've we've definitely done a couple episodes on car shows. So. Mm-hmm. We'll have to get get through a couple episodes, seasons of different stuff because there's a there's a bunch of stuff on Amazon. So you right need now to start too. watching it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I just I was waiting for it to be winter time yeah. so to watch them so. I didn't want to sit inside on a nice day and watch them in the summertime, but you know we'll get there. Um, what else? Anything else before we get into project car updates? Because we have a bunch. I don't think so. All right. Nothing else cool in the car world. I don't think there's any other.
1: Nothing I'm paying attention paying attention to this week. I've been kind of in my own. Uh,
0: yeah, I don't think anything in like my own world. Oh, there, um, are, uh, she's been on multiple times now. Mercedes oh, Lilienthal. Yeah, 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 She posted a story, and it's posted to our Facebook page. I shared it, uh, just talking about the differences be- between, uh, off-roading on the West Coast and East Coast. And, and she posted
1: that on thedrivingline.com.
0: Mm-hmm. And we helped, uh, we gave her some background information so she could, uh create that article
1: actually I think most of the people involved with giving their background information were former guests except for maybe one so yeah, yeah I that think that kind of cool yeah
0: Jordan was on there Eric yeah Jordan and was I on think AJ time, w- Eric as well
1: um, I don't, AJ's truck is on it but yeah. I don't think he contributed to it and then the gentleman behind Spliceworks whose name is escaping me right now
0: I don't remember unfortunately
1: sorry buddy um, he also contributed to the article so
0: yeah all right Cool, so we got a whole bunch of updates, and I guess we'll start with my Subaru, because it will flow into the radar, and yes, we have radar updates.
1: Yes, we do, finally.
0: So, Subaru, uh, rear sway bar mount. A long time ago, about a year ago, I snapped a bolt off trying to change the bushings out and adding the factory 20mm bar I had for it. And these were the brackets that bolt to the pedestal mounts, uh, that mount to the frame. Okay. So I was like, whatever, I'll just change the whole pedestal mount. And I think I talked last week about buying some nice heavy-duty aluminum white-line mounts and decided to swap those out. Uh, so it's like a pedestal mount is what these look like, and that mounts to the frame of the car. And yeah, then, the rear frame rails. Then there's a U-mount, and that holds the bushing and the sway bar. So I'm usually pretty good at removing rusty bolts. And the bolts that hold the pedestals in are 8mm, so they're not very big. Uh, Long story short, I only got one out without shearing it off. Yeah, one out of four bolts. One out of four uh, in the frame of the car.
1: And you're very patient with taking out rusty bolts. I'm usually get them in and out, get them
0: in and out, and these just weren't having it. And, um, you know, it's like... It's kind of annoying because most cars, they'd mount the rear sway bar to the rear subframe, the steel subframe that would be unbolted from the car. Yeah, not the... And, like, it would be easier to get them out of that mm-hmm. versus being mounted to the body of the car. Yeah, because it would be a
1: thicker metal versus a thin sheet metal.
0: Yeah. Um, but whatever, it's like, you know, so, like, you know, it took... Do you want uh,
1: to say so, like, you know, one more time? <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> well, someone can change my mind on this, but I don't think you can get decent drill bits anymore
1: anywhere. No, they all—they're all, they're all dull, and they don't drill through a like hardened steel bolt. Like very the well. bolt
0: will snap with rotational torque, but then somehow this bolt that felt like cheese when it broke uh, is so dense that you can't drill it cleanly.
1: Yeah, we had a hard time. We even like center punched and made a spot for the drill bit to sit. And it wouldn't it, stay it, steady. It dulled it just,
0: within a few minutes of use and then just stopped drilling. Right. Um, and
1: then it caught the rusty sheet metal and just
0: yeah tore it. So it just like diminishing returns, and I was just so pissed at the car that this rust turned what should have been like a 20-minute job.
1: It was easy. It was literally a four-bolt job.
0: Into a four-hour ordeal. And I just said, screw it, and the car doesn't currently have a rear sway bar. And it doesn't really feel that bad.
1: Yeah, I'm sure if you were driving it the harder. The
0: ultimate limit, yeah, yeah. Because the the front thicker bar definitely helps take up a lot of the slack. Um I can definitely feel it though, a little bit. Um is it looser in the rear? Probably not. Probably it's lo- probably It's a little bit squirrelier in the rear okay. and then it will make the car push. Okay. Um so I think the best thing to do now is just to not use the aluminum mounts. Rebuy Brand new factory mounts because they're steel.
1: And they're super cheap anyway.
0: Yeah, and we'll just tack weld them in place. Mm-hmm. It makes more that makes the most sense to me.
1: It's a small enough bolt anyway.
0: It's only eight mil. So yeah. if you put on each corner of the mount, if you put a tack weld, like a little bead, mm-hmm. you know yeah, little, st- little more than a tack. Yeah, but, you don't yeah. have to seam weld it. No, because it's not very thick metal anyways, um, and that should hold it in just fine. And when I feel up to it again, we'll we'll do that. But I was just, like, so annoyed. It's, it's wintertime anyway. returns. It's winter
1: time, and you're on snow tires, so it's not going to make that huge of a difference right now anyway. Yeah. So we'll wait till spring, probably, it, at yeah. this point. All right. Once well, we, don't, well, we don't have to get the car back together right away if you can drive it daily, you know.
0: Well, you can drive without a it. sway bar, no problem.
1: Yeah, but if you have the whole back of the car apart, try to weld things together, and then if you're not stressed to get it done so you can get to work the next day, because it's nice out, and you can drive the Galant. Mm. That's what I mean.
0: So, we clean... Uh, so, where were we here? Okay. So, we took the car off the lift on the same day, we're like, all right, whatever. And then we... Or do a quick job on a Ford Focus. <laughs> oh, yeah, whatever. I wasn't going to mention that.
1: Well, I'll I mention it only because it's annoying, the fact that the person went to get a, an alignment. Oh right, that's pretty annoying.
0: Right, right, right. So a friend of our our dad's, um, you know, he's a car guy, but he doesn't like to work on his old stuff. Cause he's an older guy. Doesn't like to work on his new stuff. His new stuff. Yeah. So he gets he's got a new like a, an eleven or a thirteen. Let's say it's a thirteen or a fourteen Focus Ford Focus Yeah sedan. You can only
1: get twenty seven thousand miles on. No, because
0: he just drives around town. He's a retired yeah. guy. So we're gonna do uh, I helped him do his oil change and then. He's telling us that he had brand new tires put on it, at like a like a it's a town fair tire.
1: Yeah, town fair tire. We'll name them because they suck. So
0: they just it's just a, a assembly line of just throwing tires on cars. They don't want to spend any time on these things. They just throw tires on cars and they do alignments, the just quick alignments. They just match up the colors, follow the specs that are on the Make machine. Make it green, bolt it down, ship it out. Yeah, and they could not. They told him there was a bolt that was too tight in the front of the car, and I was like, what bolt could it be? Because right. This is a McPherson strut car. There's no adjustments in it. There's no camber. There's no caster. Other, other than toe. There's tow. just toe. Yeah. So I'm like, it's got to be the tire rod end. So we go under there, and you can see where the wrench slipped mm-hmm. and, like, bent the nut a little bit. So I was like, all right. So I get the right size one, and I tried to move it, and it wouldn't move at all. I was right. like, that's crazy. It wasn't even that rusty. Put a torch on it for a few minutes. Sprayed a little penetrant in there. The seafoam deep creep, that stuff is like. Really good. Perfect. Yep. Uh And it loosened up. So, uh, The weird
1: thing about the thing that really took me oh, off of yeah, the whole story yeah. was he came and he said, oh, they charged me for an alignment. Yeah. Even though they didn't do it.
0: I was well, like, why yeah. did
1: they do that? And he's like, well, they said they had set it up and this. And he said, I have two weeks to get it fixed and bring it back and they won't charge me again. I'm like, that doesn't seem kosher. Like, how come you paid for a service? They didn't provide the service, and now they give you a window of time to take it to another mechanic. Because I think he didn't know, you know, he wasn't friends with our fathers, and we didn't know him. He didn't have access to the lift we were working on. We didn't happen to be there to help him. You're not going to be able to go to a mechanic and say, hey, can you fix this one thing so I can go back to this other mechanic to get the job finished?
0: Because a lot of independents do actually have alignment racks. Right. They they wouldn't
1: want to do that. (laughs) No. So it doesn't make any sense to me that... They would charge him for an alignment. Like, if you can't do the job, you don't get paid. Yeah. That's just how it works. Yeah. I It I just blew my mind.
0: It's super annoying. If I
1: hired somebody to paint my house and they were like, oh, your house is a little bit more difficult to paint than I thought it was going to be. So you can still give me $5,000 and I'll think about coming back later. Yeah. like It doesn't make any sense. I mean, obviously, got a $5,000 job, but we're talking, you know, a $100 alignment, but... I just, I can't see charging somebody for something you didn't do or didn't complete. Yeah. So.
0: Super annoying. Yep. All right. But then we took, um, we took your Chevy and we pushed. To the levy, but the levy was driving. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. We took your Chevy to the Raider and the Raider was dead. Raider was dead. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So we pushed the Raider down where it sits in your parents' yard. Yeah. We rolled it off the hill. It was on. We hooked up a a super old tire. Oh, we dragged it across the street. Then we put a tire on the front bumper and put put them nose to, nose to nose.
1: Yeah, we put Silverado to Raider with an old Pirelli in between them and just push it up the driveway into the garage because it's an uphill into the garage. Yeah. So
0: because the truck wouldn't start, we've talked about this before. Yeah, you wanted to figure out exactly what was wrong with it.
1: Well, I didn't want to spend the money on a starter if I didn't have to, because with the whole selling of the house and lawyers and that whole thing, I'm not flush with cash right now to just you know throw cash around. So I figured if it was just a dirty cables, you know, or corroded connections somewhere, which is possible because the car has been sitting for three years outside. Yeah.
0: So I said, because he did put a new battery in it, I said it needs a starter. That was my guess.
1: And honestly, I thought it needed a starter too. Occam's I wanted, razor. I just wanted to make sure. Because
0: unfortunately, every time you went to move it, because we only worked on it infrequently, the gas would dry up in the carb and you'd have to crank and crank and crank and crank and crank to get mm-hmm. it fired. That's what kills a starter. Yep. Overheats it real quick. Especially because it was probably... Uh, it may have been well, the original starter in the knows? truck.
1: It didn't. It, was a, it had a Mitsubishi part number on yeah. it. so.
0: We brought it over there. Uh, my dad walked us through Diaga checking it just to make sure.
1: Yeah, he's real good at electrical stuff. Like yeah. Much better than you or I will probably ever be. Yeah. So it was really neat to see the different methods of checking the different systems all the way down to the starter.
0: Yeah. So you start with the battery. Which, you know, battery had 12 volts. You check with the multimeter. You definitely check the terminals in the battery. And then you want to also check, because this has happened, Mm -hmm. where the Glant wouldn't start one time. And at the battery terminals, you had 12 volts. And then if you touch the test terminals to the, where the cables, the actual ends of the cables. Right. They did not have 12 volts. So it didn't look corroded, but they had actually corroded.
1: And that's what I was thinking might be the
0: issue with the truck. But you had cleaned them, but we cleaned them again.
1: But I was also thinking of the terminals, I mean, the the terminal down at the starter as well.
0: Check for some voltage drops, check for voltage at the starter, rigged up a remote starter button to eliminate the ignition switch, so hooked directly to the, the, um, I want to call it, that's not the exciter wire, that's for the alternator, the signal. Signal wire. Signal wire for the starter from the battery to the starter solenoid, nothing. Yep. just nothing no clicks nothing the other big indicator was that when you tried to do it the uh lights would just dim mm-hmm. or they wouldn't dim they wouldn't dim at all there
1: was no there there was was no change dr- no click
0: no, no draw or anything there's no drag on it yeah. so it was just either it was just seized up or just it just died like the internal arpenture or whatever the hell is inside of yep. well, the starter, we, when, it when we took
1: it out we could shake it around and things are moving around inside of it so something just broke inside just got too old
0: so i ordered a starter and a couple days later...
1: It was $80 on Amazon. It was a brand spanking new, not remanned, uh, AC Delco unit. so Professional grade. Professional grade. Not
0: semi-pro, not, not amateur. amateur.
1: Professional grade. Yeah. Yeah. Keep keep your Mitsu Mopar all GM with AC Delco parts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I put that in there and uh, wired it back up. And with the two of us in the lift, it was a 15-minute job, 20-minute yeah. job. Wasn't a big deal at all. Uh, but it fired right up, well... I shouldn't say it fired it up, but it cranked right over, pretty quickly. So there yeah. was no issue there. But
0: once it got fuel in the car, but it caught and it started. Yep.
1: Yeah, we got it running. So that's good. Um, next thing we had to figure out was the turn signals. Yeah. Which we've talked about before. Um, I knew it needed a hazard
0: switch. Common thing on Mitsubishi's and maybe other cars, but I, I know I've, I've sold a lot them of, a lot a lot of Mitsubishis. cars. When I worked
1: at GM, we sold a lot of them too.
0: Yeah, they, you run all of your turn signals through the hazard switch. Cause a lot of lights, period. Through, yeah. yeah. Especially um, Lancers, like the O2, the, that generation Lancer. Like okay. Yellow Rally Arts, that's the Lancer I'm talking about. Yep. To help you guys picture it.
1: And the one the Evo 8 is based on. Yeah,
0: those would get a lot of hazard switches for
1: whatever reason. Um, but anyway, so I knew I needed a hazard switch because, A, I had no brake lights, which is part of a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but the big indicator was when you turn the hazards on, only one... Of the front would work. Right. the Only the left side would flash, not the right side. Mm-hmm. So I knew it was something weird going on in the hazard switch. So we ordered a hazard switch. Actually, I didn't order a hazard switch. Who'd you get that from? Um, I got a hazard switch from uh, Moises, Arizona, Castro, okay. down in Arizona, uh, which was kind enough to pull out of a junkyard truck for me and ship up this way.
0: And actually, once it popped the old one out of your truck, it fell apart. It fell apart.
1: It was <laughs> definitely busted. It definitely needed it. So we get the new hazard switch in, turned it on, and all four flashes worked, which was good. Uh, and the brake lights worked, yep. so that was good. Um, but the turn signal still didn't work, so there was a deeper issue. And We'd, then
0: you looked at the turn signal switch before. We had taken
1: the steering wheel off and looked inside the switch before too, which and we probably I, should never have done.
0: I don't know why it slipped both of our minds. And, I, and then I remembered to my '89. These trucks have two flashers, one for the hazards. I think that's one why we didn't signals. think of
1: it at first, because we were thinking that the hazard flasher was the same as the turn signal flasher.
0: I just forgot about flasher. like I yeah. just forgot about the flasher relay. That's where this is going, yeah, so it was as simple as a I'm
1: sure uh, you've guessed already yeah <laughs> that it also needed an actual flasher relay. So there are two flasher relays is one for the hazards and one for the turn signals. So I unplugged it from the hazards and plugged the turn signal wire into the hazard flasher, and lo and behold, the turn signals worked just fine, yeah, so that's all it was. Well, I mean, it wasn't it needed a hazard switch too because it needed it, but it also needed. A flasher unit, so just
0: like a really simple. Didn't you order one today? It's
1: five dollars and thirty-eight cents. Like it was, order it. They had it in stock. It's a universal part, so. Huh. Yeah, not an issue. All good. Everything's good in that truck now. I think because the brakes are all new, the starter is new.
0: It needs to be driven.
1: It just needs to be driven and worked in and tuned up a little bit. I'm not even. I just need to get I need an air cleaner and an air cleaner cover. So it has a Weber on it. That's all I need. It also needs to be registered so F- that'll have it next week. A Fweber. Right. <laughs> you don't have to make fun of my Weber. A Fweber. <laughs> it is a generic Weber carburetor, yes. But it has worked just fine the whole time. So I'll just keep running it.
0: It's a it's a Supreme carburetor. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we just watched a thing about the brand Supreme and all the knockoffs. Yeah. So, yes, that is yeah, the it's a Chinese Weber knockout. Chinese so they Weber just knockoff. Stuck yes. a
0: Supreme sticker on it. And right. That's <laughs> worth a lot of money. <laughs> it
1: doesn't have that. But I could make it have that pretty easily.
0: <laughs> it's a Supreme truck. It is red.
1: <laughs> yes. It's quite Supreme. Actually, I would like to get an Average Squad sticker, which is the same font as a Supreme sticker uh, from the app from our friends down at Average Squad. Mm-hmm. But that's a whole other story for a whole other day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the truck is like, there's no more Raider updates. I mean the raiders.
0: Well, the update. The next update will be you're driving. It's it. registered.
1: Yeah, which will happen next week, hopefully before a podcast. Actually, probably not because Christmas is next week, which is really going to screw everything up. Yeah. So it'll probably be after Christmas. Um, I'll get that thing registered and start driving it.
0: So that shifts the column to how many are in the running column versus not running column. So
1: that means that the Camaro.
0: Yeah, Camaro Blue Colt. Sapporo. Sapporo, Red Raider.
1: Yep. Yeah. Well, we. That's four. The yeah. Set. Saab runs. Can we count the Saab is running? I mean, it needs work though.
0: It's broken. Shh. Needs
1: axles. The Saab should probably be next. It should be next. I think we should do the things from order of simplicity. So the next. That's simplest, why we started with the Raider. The next simplest one to put together will be the Saab. Exactly. Because the Saab needs two axles. Yep. A heater core. Yep. Um, and a blower motor. Okay. The heater core in that car is actually very simple. It doesn't require dashboard removal. There's actually a door in the cowl that you open up, and you take off the quick fittings and lift the heater core out and put a new one in. All right. So
0: Order stuff up after Christmas.
1: Once I have some more extra cash, we'll take care of that. Yes. Because that should be the next one I have, because I am getting rid of my Silverado. Mm-hmm. Um, because my father needs a new pickup truck, so I will be... Signing the title over to my father, and uh, be driving the Raider. But as Andrew has so eloquently said a few times now, if you're driving old hoopties, you should probably have at least two. You need two. Just so you always Minimum have a backup rotation. Yes. So I'll have the hooptie of the Raider and the Saab to get me to work. So that's good.
0: So yeah, because speaking of random car brokenness, like I must have. Oh, that was the other thing I did to the Subaru. Forgot to mention that we I um placed the upper and lower radiator hose because the upper one was just dripping when it was cold okay it had built up corrosion around the upper aluminum neck it needed to be cleaned off with of a brillo oh, yeah, pad i forgot about that yeah and there was corrosion on the neck and corrosion deposits inside of the hose so no matter how tight i got with the worm clamp it was still leaking it would shrink up in the cold yeah. and drip out and it was annoying me because i don't like having cars that leak so right <laughs> So I think my what, when I was reaching down to remove the drain, I must have hit with my arm the plug for the uh, mass airflow meter and just unclipped it just enough and then drove it for a couple days. And on the way home last night, the vibration, the, it came unplugged in traffic. Like the car, like all of a sudden didn't want to go and like was stalling. I was like, what the hell? Oops. The check engine light came on. I was like, no, because <laughs> it needs a sticker again <laughs> in January because my... right. Sticker that I got in September was only good in January. Oh, that's right too, because you had waited so long with the rejection yeah. sticker.
1: Oh, that's annoying.
0: But it should be good this. time. I plugged though. it back in; it clicked right back in, and then you should I. Just,
1: you should just get a sticker right now. <laughs> you shouldn't wait till January. And then I
0: checked the. It's only two weeks. I right, know, but it's two weeks, man. I checked the code; and it was just a uh, mass airflow mass airflow meter low voltage. So yeah, it was because it came unplugged. Related to so,
1: having no voltage at all. Yeah, it came yeah, unplugged, so it's definitely low.
0: It's just a weird, dumb thing. And I was like,
1: ah. Oh. Yeah, cars are dumb.
0: Because there's like salt in the ground right now. And uh, I haven't sealed up the Montero yet. Yeah. But it,
1: uh, I wasn't going to talk about the weather. We didn't talk about the weather. You talked about salt. So you're fine.
0: This weekend's supposed to be nice. Nope. I, now you're talking about <laughs> the weather. God damn it, Andrew. <laughs> Probably going to seal up the Montero. But anyway. Um, I actually
1: may need some help this weekend moving a car again. What car? Um, in the garage in where I keep my cars. Yeah. The old beat-up car that's in there and the plow are coming out this weekend. Oh. So I can get my fourth car for the spot that I pay for four spots. I can get my fourth car inside. All right. So, yeah, that's a good thing. Because that will be cycled through cars. So, Because the Saab is there sitting outside right now. So I can put it inside the garage and uh, then take it out and put something else in there when we fix it. So, All right. That is the plan.
0: I don't think we have anything else for uh, updates. We're, so we're, we're pretty predictive. U-
1: upcoming events. Yeah. Um. The Team O'Neill Rally Sprint. I hear I hear a tentative date. February 2nd. Yep. Um, so that should Check be good. Check line for that. NER.org. Yep, NER.org yep. N-E-R. or on Team O'Neill's.
0: It's not on Team O'Neill.
1: No, no it's not. NER.org. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so search for that. It's
0: a New England Region SCCA event. So. Yep. uh um, Or the uh, Rally Cross Rally Sprint Facebook page for NER.
1: Um, so that should be Group, a good time. Um, hopefully it's not as icy this year. So we yeah. won't have as many cars getting stuck on the uphills. <laughs> it was
0: like We'd have to check in with them. They are not the iron oxide team, but I think Spaghetti's ready to go. I think they're planning I, on running it. Yeah. I think it was left in a position where the car was good to go.
1: Yeah, I think it's ready to go. So that's good.
0: We won't have to hustle as hard as we did last Winter.
1: Well, last winter it was the first time the car ever ran for anything. So yeah. don't forget, last winter the, the rally sprint was in February, mm-hmm. and they had bought the car in January. Yeah. So that's why we had to scramble hard last year. It's like it's a very relaxed pace so far this year because there's no rally car building.
0: <laughs> I just crossed my fingers. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, and then the Winter Challenge Rally,
0: February ninth.
1: February 9th, uh, which is the overnight rally through Vermont. Yeah, if TSD you're style. if you're
0: in New England and you want. To experience what rallies were like in the 60s and 70s. Yeah,
1: for sure. That is... It's the event. Yeah. It's definitely the event. It's the the premier TSD, and it's the most similar to an old-style actual stage rally.
0: It has brisk uh, um, average speeds. Quite brisk. Uh, I unfortunately can't make it.
1: Actually, that'd be a good event for me to run on the Saab. Sure. Because it has no tires.
0: Yep. So you need uh, you need a co-driver or co-drive for someone if yes. you want to do
1: it. Yeah. So I'm planning on
0: doing it so we'll see. I have something that works. See what happens. Uh, and uh, the tentative date or month for the first Cars and Coffee, Southern New Hampshire Cars and Coffee of the year is in April. And stay tuned for more. Yeah,
1: that's the Salem New Hampshire event.
0: Yep, they will update their Facebook page, and we will talk about it here as soon as they have a of solid course. date.
1: Yep, and we will bug the powers that be for mm-hmm. that as soon as possible. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I think that's about it. A little bit light this week.
1: That's okay. We still ran about thirty-five minutes, probably.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: better than three weeks and nothing. No, <laughs> and we had a lot to talk about. We just they weren't really detailed stories.
0: <laughs> So, drinking a uh, no beer tonight. We've got a uh, special edition polar seltzer, our favorites, called Yeti Mischief. Should send a uh, Yeti Overland. We really should send can
1: of that, yeah. (laughs) Because he's definitely a mischievous person. He definitely is. It
0: it definitely fits him. All his comments everywhere.
1: I like it. We'll send it up. All right. Hopefully it doesn't freeze and transport and explode inside the package.
0: I I doubt it. <laughs> um, as always, you can follow us on Facebook, Auto Off Topic Podcast, on Instagram, Auto Off Topic, uh, TISA SS350. <laughs>
1: T-S-I-S-S-350 is, is where you can <laughs> find me. Listen, it's very easy <laughs> when you break it down. It's T-S-I, like an Eagle Town, T-S-I ss 350 like my camaro it's my screen name from (laughs) 1999
0: tsis 350
1: no tsis 350 tsis
0: 350 is this what i'm saying am i saying it right i feel like i'm saying it the same way you're saying it
1: i feel like you're not and i feel like people don't care either way so (laughs)
0: tsis
1: 350
0: and you can find me race and anger on instagram yes as always. Rechead in anger <laughs> Anger Damn it, doesn't work. No, it doesn't. On that note, as always, keep cards analog and aim for the roses.